Hello all, and welcome to the Next Generation Podcast. I am your host Ryan, and on this episode, we'll be the mid-season review of the Formula 2 Championship. To start the review of the season so far in F2, we'll be the pole positions that have been achieved in qualifying at the four previous rounds this year. At the first round of the season in Bahrain at the Bahrain International Circuit, it was Guan Yujo for UNI Virtuosi with a 142.848. At the second round of the season in Monaco at the Circuit de Monaco, it was Teo Porcher for ART with a 120.985. At the third round of the season in Baku at the Baku City Circuit, it was Liam Lawson for High Tech with a 154.217. At the fourth round of the season in Silverstone at the Silverstone Circuit, it was Oscar Piastri for Prema for 139.854. At this point in the season, Joe, Porcher, Lawson and Piastri have claimed the pole positions with one each. A similar situation in relation with the teams as Uni Virtuosi, ART, High Tech and Prema also have one pole each so far. Next up is the qualifying gaps between first and second. In Bahrain, the gap between 1st and 2nd was 0.003 seconds between Guan Yu Zhou and Christian Lundgaard, 142.848 and 142.851. In Monaco, the gap between 1st and 2nd was 0.418 seconds between Theo Porcher and Robert Schwartzman, 120.985 and 121.403. In Baku, the gap between 1st and 2nd was 0.138 seconds between Liam Lawson and Yuri Vips, 154.217 and 154.355. In Silverstone, the gap between 1st and 2nd was 0.221 seconds between Oscar Piastri and Guan Yu Zhou, 149.854 and 140.075. After four rounds, the average gap between first and second in qualifying is 0.195 seconds, with two rounds being less than the average and two rounds being more than the average. Half of the rounds have had gaps within two tenths, and all of the rounds have had a gap within four and a half tenths. Next up is the race winners from each round that has been contested so far this season. In Bahrain, the race winners were Liam Lawson in sprint race one, Oscar Piastri in sprint race two, and Guan Yu Zhou in the feature race. In Monaco, the race winners were Guan Yu Zhou in Sprint Race 1, Dan Tictum in Sprint Race 2, and, Fe- and Teo Pochea in the Feature Race. In Baku, the race winners were Robert Schwartzman in Sprint Race 1, Yuri Vips in both Sprint Race 2, and in the Feature Race. In Silverstone, the race winners were Robert Schwartzman in Sprint Race 1, R- Richard Vashaw in Sprint Race 2, and Guan Yu Zhou in the Feature Race. So far, in the 12 races that have been contested, there have been 8 different race winners with Guan Yu Zhou, Yuri Vips and Robert Swarsman being the only 3 to have scored more than 1 race victory, with 3 wins for Zhou and 2 wins for Vips and Swartzman respectively. Zhou and Swartzman are the only winners so far to have won at multiple rounds, with Zhou in Bahrain, Monaco and Silverstone and Swartzman in Baku and Silverstone. With everyone who has scored a race win this season, 5 out of the 8 have been maiden race winners, with Lawson and Piastri in Bahrain, Porcher in Monaco, Vips in Baku, and Rashaw in Silverstone. The race winners to have already won prior to this Formula 2 season are Guan Yu Zhou, who won once last season, Dan Tictum, who also won once last season, and Robert Schwartzman, who won a total of 4 times last season. From a team's perspective, Prema, UNI Virtuosi, and High Tech have the most victories so far with 3 wins each. 
Rounding off the teams who have won at this point, ART, Carlin, and MP Motorsport have one race victory each. Next up is the podium finishers from each round that has been contested so far this season. In Bahrain, the podium finishers were Liam Lawson, Jahan Ruvula, David Beckman in Sprint Race 1, Oscar Piastri, Christian Lundgaard, and Guan Yu Zhou in Sprint Race 2, and Guan Yu Zhou, Dan Tickdom, and Liam Lawson in the feature race. In Monaco, the podium finishers were Guan Yu Zhou, Felipe Drogovic, and Roy Nassani in Sprint Race 1, Dan Tickdom, Oscar Piastri, and Yuri Vips in Sprint Race 2, and Teo Porcher, Oscar Piastri, and Felipe Drogovic in the feature race. In Baku, the podium finishers were Robert Schwartzman, Dan Tickdom, and Guan Yu Zhou in Sprint Race 1, Yui Vips, David Beckman, and Jahan Druvel in Sprint Race 2, and Yui Vips, Oscar Piastri, and Robert Schwartzman in the feature race. In Silverstone, the podium finishers were Robert Schwartzman, Yui Vips, and Christian Lungard in Sprint Race 1, Richard Rashaw, Marcus Armstrong, and Dan Tickdom in Sprint Race 2, and Guan Yu Zhou, Dan Tickdom, and Oscar Piastri in the feature race. This season so far has had 14 different drivers on the podium, with Joe, Tickdom, and Piastri having the most with 5, followed by Vips with 4, Swarsman with 3, Lundgaard, Beckman, Druvula, Lawson, and Drogovic with 2, and Armstrong, Vashore, Nassani, and Porcher with 1. Also, the only drivers that have finished on the podium at every round that has been held are Guanyu Joe, Oscar Piastri, and Dan Tickdom. With the teams, Prema has the most podiums at the moment with 8. Followed by UNI Virtuosi and Carlin with 7, High Tech with 6, ART with 3, Dams and Truist with 2, and MP Motorsport with 1. Next up is a look at the teams in more detail with how they have gone so far this season in the Formula 2 Championship. In first place is Prema, who have had a very good first half of the season with 1 pole position, 3 race victories, and 8 podiums to have a lead of 37 points from second in the Championship. With their overall points total after 4 rounds in the Championship between their two drivers, Oscar Piastri has scored 54.3% of the team's points, and 45.7% of those points have come from Robert Schwartzman. Piastri has picked up from where he left off last season as the reigning Formula 3 champion, and has also been a major championship contender since the opening round of the season, with one race win coming in the second race of the season at Bahrain, and while having one less victory than his teammate, he does have two more podiums so far into the season, and it can be said that he has a slight edge over Schwartzman, but also, but has also been quite close in comparison. More of this from Piastri for the remainder of the season, and he will surely have one of the best chances to claim the Formula 2 Championship come the end of the season in Abu Dhabi, and you never know, by doing that, a potential race seed in F1 could be his reward for winning the Championship. With Schwartzman, he's had a respectable season up to this point, with two wins in the first race in Baku and the first race at Silverstone, respectively, whilst also being a little unlucky with certain results. He's still, he still well within the fight for the F2 title, and for sure, don't for one moment count him out of it, but he will, will have to, at the same time, get the slight edge on Piastri in particular if he wants to be champion, as he could end up with a Formula 1 race seat next season should this occur. In second place is UNI Virtuosi, who have had a good season so far, with one pole, three race victories, and seven podiums. With the overall points total after four rounds in the championship between the two drivers, Guan Yu Zhou has scored 63.9% of their points, with 36.4% coming from Felipe Drogovic. 
Going into this season, for Joe, he really needed to have his best season in Formula 2 yet to prove that he could be deserving of a Formula 1 race seat. And so far, I feel he's absolutely done that with race wins in Bahrain, Monaco and Silverstone to be firmly within the hunt for the Formula 2 championship. All of this despite going four races without scoring points and losing the overall lead in the championship to Piastri at the last round. It will most definitely be interesting for the rest of the Formula 2 season as to whether or not he can win the title come season's end as just like with Piastri, a race seat in F1 could be his reward for doing so. With Drogovic, he's had a decent season up to this point with two podiums at Monaco and Baku with a best result of second as well as seven points finishes. He could have had another podium to his name this season if he wasn't involved in an incident with Lawson during the second race held in Bahrain. It may seem obvious, but for the rest of the season, he will want to be getting more. He will be wanting to get some wins and more podiums, as a good end to his season could give him enough momentum to really challenge for the Formula Two Championship next season. And as last season showed us, when you give him the opportunity to win, he can very much get the job done. And while he hasn't done so yet this year, mark my words on this, he will win a race this season. In third place is Carlin, who have had a good season so far, one race win and seven podiums. With their overall points total after four rounds in the championship between the two drivers, Dan Tickton has scored 61.38% of the team's points, with 38.62% coming from Jahandra Rivola. Tickton has had a really good season up to this point, with a race victory in Monaco and five podiums to be very close in the championship coming into the next round. He possibly could have been leading the championship if it wasn't for retirements in the second race held in Bahrain and the feature race in Monaco, but other than that, he has really shown that with the right equipment at his disposal, with a team such as Carlin, he can be a major contender for the championship. Should he remain consistent for the rest of the season, then he could be F2 champion come the final round of the season in Abu Dhabi. But if that doesn't occur, and he is to race next season, then he is for sure going to be well within the title fight next year as well. Druvala has had an okay season up to this point, with two podiums and a best finish of second in the opening race of the season at Bahrain. In retrospect, he isn't massively far behind Tickton in the championship standings, specifically 33 points behind, despite having a total of four races throughout the season without scoring any points. However, knowing what the Red Bull Junior team that he is a part of can be like with certain drivers in the race not performing to what they expect from them, Druvala will want to be scoring a few wins during the remainder of the season to remain within remain within the team as well as the junior team as well for a potential chance in Formula 1 in the foreseeable future. And I feel he can win this season in F2 as the end of last season showed that he is more than capable of doing so in the right circumstances. In fourth place is Hitech, who have had a great second season in F2 up to this point with one pole, three wins and six podiums. With the overall points total after four rounds in the championship between the two drivers, Yuri Vips has scored 59.44% of the team's points, with 40.56% coming from Liam Lawson. Vips has had a great first full season in Formula 2, with two race victories coming in Baku and four podiums to be well within it for the F2 championship. In a similar case to Tickton, 
Vips could have been leading the championship if it wasn't for the Bahrain round in which he got disqualified in qualifying, which meant he had to start from the back of the field in the first and third races of that weekend. And even then, he was potentially on to win the second race in Bahrain if it wasn't for an issue with his car late on. That significantly slowed him down. Of the top five currently in the championship, he has the most consecutive points finishes with nine. And should he continue with this form for the rest of the season, then he is definitely a great shout to be the Formula 2 champion this year. Lawson has had a very good first season in F2, with one race victory coming in the opening round of the season in Bahrain, and two podiums. But, at the very same time, he has been quite unlucky a couple of times so far, with being spun out by Drogovic in the second race in Bahrain, when he was on track to potentially win the race, and after the second race in Monaco, getting disqualified from the race victory. However, he does, outside of F2, have a lot of momentum from racing in the Deutschtelwagen Masters, in which he is currently second in that championship, and will be looking for the rest of the F2 season, taking the form he has had in DTM, and utilizing it to his advantage. And you never know what will occur. He may even make a late challenge for the title, and should he stay on next year, he will definitely be a favorite for the 2022 Formula 2 Championship with a year's experience under his belt. In 5th place is ART, who have had an okay season so far, with 1 pole, 1 win, and 3 podiums. With their overall points total, after 4 rounds in the championship between their 2 drivers, Table Chair has scored 69.90% of the team's points, with 30.10% coming from Christian Lundgaard. Porcher has had a very respectable first four rounds of his maiden campaign in F2 with a pole in Monaco in which he converted to become the youngest race winner in Formula 2 and has had eight points finishes to have the major edge on teammate Lundgaard. More consistency by Porcher, I can guarantee that he will make a major challenge for the title next year as like with Lawson, he will have a year's experience in the championship. Lundgaard, on the other hand, has had an incredibly unlucky season at the moment, with him inheriting the ART second driver curse. Despite having one more podium than Porcher, has had just four points finishes in comparison, and went on a streak of six non-point scoring finishes. For the rest of the season, he will really want to have a complete turnaround of fortunes, as it may be his last season in both F2, at least with ART if he does remain in the series next year, as there are quite a few other drivers who may move to the team next year, such as Frederick Vesti. So time will tell whether Lundgaard stays in Formula 2 or moves on to another series, such as IndyCar, for 2022. In 6th place is MP Motorsport, who have had a respectable season up to this point with one race victory. With their overall points total after four rounds in the championship between their two drivers, Richard Rashore has scored 87.72% of the team's points, with 12.28% coming from Larooms and Delhi. Rashore has had a pretty good maiden season so far in Formula 2, with one race victory coming at the last round of the championship at Silverstone and six points finishes. He will be looking to continue this form for the rest of the season, and I really wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if he goes on to score a few more podiums and at least another race victory before the season has concluded, because from the results he has achieved already, 
he has really threatened the podium on quite a few occasions, with the feature races in Bahrain and Silverstone especially coming to mind. With Zandelli, despite only having 3 points finishes as of this point, he has been quite unlucky in reality, with the second race in Bahrain in particular, where he was hit from behind by Lundgaard's ART, as a consequence of the contact sustained a puncher in which he subsequently went on to retire from the race itself. And if it didn't occur, he could have very well gone on to score a podium, but it wasn't meant to be for him. He will be looking to have a better second half of the season, and I feel he will do just that with him, su- with him subsequently achieving a well-deserved podium for himself, and you never know, he may even go on to score a maiden race victory in Formula 2, as he is more than capable of doing so in the right circumstances. In 7th place is Dams, who have had an okay season so far, with 2 podiums and a best finish of 2nd. With the overall points total after 4 rounds in the championship between their 2 drivers, Marcus Armstrong has scored 66.67% of the team's points, with 33.33% coming from Roy Nassani. Armstrong, by all intents and purposes, despite only having 3 points finishes and having equal most retirements on the grid with 5, only Deletta has the same amount of retirements as him. Armstrong has been a lot better than what his results have been, with one podium coming at the most recent round of the championship at Silverstone, and of the races he has finished in the final classification, 7 races if you're wondering, he has had an average finish of 786 he will be hoping to have a better, better fortunes for the rest of the season and at least another podium I feel is on the cards for him. And most importantly, should he have a good end to the season, then he could be an outside threat for the championship next year, should things go his way throughout an entire championship season in F2. With Nassani, he has actually had an okay season in all fairness, and while he hasn't been in the points on a lot of occasions, He has very much shown glimmers of pace, with Monaco in particular being the best example of this, with him achieving a maiden podium in Formula 2 at that round. For the remainder of the season, I feel he will get a couple more points finishes before the end of the season, and I predict he will get at least another podium as well. In 8th place is Campos, who have had a very respectable season so far, with 5 points finishes and a best race result of 4th. With their overall points total after four rounds in the championship between their three drivers, Ralph Boschong has scored 100% of the team's points, with Gianluca Petikov not scoring any points for the, for the team when he was there, and Matteo Nini has not yet scored any points for Campos. Boschong has had a great return, in my opinion, to Formula 2, with him not only achieving his best ever race result in F2 or fourth during the first race of the Monaco weekend, but as well, he has already scored more points this season in Formula 2 than he has in his three previous seasons in the championship combined, full seasons or relatively full season that is. In other words, 2017, 2018, and 2019, he has scored a total of 31 points. 2021, he has already scored 36 points. More of this by Boschong, and a potential podium for him will most definitely come his way, and I feel that he will achieve it before the championship season has concluded, because he will deserve it in every way possible. With Petikov, there really isn't much to say about him due to the fact that his time with Campos and in the Formula 2 championship was very brief, 
with a best result of 13th in the second race held at the opening round at, in Bahrain. Petticoat's replacement, Nanini, has had a, hasn't yet had a moment at Campos that really would stand out, with him having a best result so far at Campos of 11th, in which he achieved this during the second race held at the Baku round. I will say that I feel Nanini... I will say that I feel Nanini is too good to not make an impact at Campos in Formula 2, as he's already shown with HWA in Formula 3 that he can really show it on his best day. And it is only a matter of time before he has his moment with Campos. In ninth place is Chirous, who have had a decent season so far, with two podiums and a best finish of second. With the overall points total after four rounds in the championship between their two drivers, David Beckman, during his time with the team, has scored 100% of the team's points, with Gilhermi Samaya not yet scoring any points for the team. Beckman had a pretty good season up t- until this point, scoring both the team's podiums at, ba- at Bahrain and Baku, as well as four points finishes before he had to leave the team for financial reasons, in- which is very unfortunate for obvious reasons, but... The person in his place, Enzo Fittipaldi, is a great placement and will only help the team even more going forward as he is their best chance of scoring more points in the championship if his performances in Formula 3 are to go by when you're making comparisons with him. Samaya, on the other hand, there really isn't much to say about him other than his best result this season has been 11th, in which he achieved this twice at the opening round of the season at Bahrain. In 10th place is Trident, who, while they are second last in the championship, have already scored more points than they did last season. With the overall points total after four rounds in the championship between their two drivers, Bent Viscal has scored 88.89% of the team's points, with 11.11% coming from Marino Sato. Viscal has, for the capabilities of the machinery he has at his disposal, had a respectable season up to this point, with a best finish of 4th, in which he achieved this at the second race that was contested the Baku round of the championship. With Sato, there isn't much to say about him this season, other than he does have a single point to his name, in which he achieved that point's finish at the opening round of the championship in Bahrain in the second race that was contested. In 11th place is HWA, who there isn't really much to say about them except for the fact that they have a single point to their name. With the overall points total, after four rounds of the championship between their three drivers, Matein Nini had scored 100% of the team's points with both Aiken and Deletto not yet scoring any points for the team. With Nanini, his stint at HWA, in Formula 2 that is, he's still with them in Formula 3, in Formula 2 was very brief and only lasted one round. However, he scored their only points finish at the moment, in which was in the feature race at the opening round of the season in Bahrain, in which he finished 10th. Deletto, there really isn't much to say about him other than as mentioned earlier in the podcast, he has the equal most retirements with 5, and has a best finish of 12, in which he achieved this in the second race held at the Monaco round. Aiken, in all fairness, has been incredibly unlucky to have not had more from his time at HWA, with the best result so far of 9th, in which he achieved this in the second race held at the Monaco round. 
Due to him currently being injured at the moment, he may or may not return to the championship this season. And the driver who's in his place is Jake Hughes, who had a brief stint with the team last year in Formula 2. So we don't really know how he will go at the rounds he does contest in the remainder of this season in Formula 2. Before this this episode comes to an end, and to give you all a refresher for when the Formula 2 season resumes, here are the championship standings for both the Drivers' Championship of everyone who has scored points and the Team's Championship. The Drivers' Championship standings at the mid-season point in Formula 2 are as follows. In first is Oscar Piastri on 108 points. Second, Guan Yu Zhou, 103 points. Third, Robert Schwartzman on 91 points. Fourth, Dan Tictum on 89 points. Fifth, Yuri Vips on 85 points. Sixth, Tegel Pocher on 65 points. Seventh, Felipe Drogovic on 59 points. Eighth, Liam Lawson on 58 points. Ninth, Jahan Druvula on 56 points. Tenth, Richard Vashore on 50 points. Eleventh, Ralph Boschong on 36 points. Twelfth, Christian Lundgaard on 28 points. Thirteenth, David Beckman on 25 points. 14th, Marcus Armstrong on 24 points. 15th, Roy Nassani on 12 points. 16th, Bent Viscal on 8 points. 17th, Lurim Zandelli on 7 points. Marino Sato in 18th on 1 point. And rounding off the 19 drivers that have scored points is Matei Nanini on 1 point. The team's championship standings at the mid-season point in the Formula 2 championship are as follows. In 1st, is Prema on 199 points. Second, UNI Virtuosi on 162 points. Third, Carlin on 145 points. Fourth, High Tech on 143 points. Fifth, ART on 93 points. Sixth, MP Motorsport on 57 points. Seventh, Dams on 36 points. Eighth, Campos on 28 points. Uh, on 36 points, sorry. Ninth, Chavus on 25 points. 10th, Trident on 9 points. And rounding off the top 11 is HWA on 1 point. Thank you all so very much for listening to this episode of the Next Generation Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. And until the next episode, in which will be the preview for the Italian round of F2, all the absolute very best, and see you all next time.